What's up, my good peoples? Welcome to the Be Transformed podcast, where we're talking about ideas that stimulate wholesome thinking into identity, purpose, vision, and action. I am James Anderson, and with me is Logan Eaton, and this is Kyle did not make it, but yeah. we love him anyway. His microphone's He's still here, but stuck in an elevator. It's tough. That's what he told me. <laughs> yeah, he said he was stuck in there. He said he had to, to uh, use one of the corners to pee in. Because <laughs> he didn't know how long he'd be in there. Shouldn't have drank all that tang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You done any good uh, speed dating lately? Yeah, now that you bring it up. <laughs> It's funny you said this. Funny you mentioned it, <laughs> isn't it? it? <laughs> it's totally coincidence. <laughs> no, I'd say uh, outside of speed reading, mm, can uh, you speed read and speed date that's, at that's the same the only, time? I only have one speed of reading, and it's fast <laughs> speed. <laughs> the tortoise. <laughs> One speed. One speed One is fast. <laughs> One size fits all. I have not ever done speed dating, to be truthfully honest. But you wish you have had. I think it'd be interesting. Space camp was a close second. <laughs> Space camp came close. It was almost as speed. close to speed dating as you could possibly get because of all of the, all the speed. throwing up and <laughs> nerves. And <laughs> all the tumbling. And sitting in, yeah, sitting in chairs that, uh, that, that you know, those... those uh, Orbs that they set you oh in. Oh my gosh! They spin. Yeah, yeah. Get your brains coming out of Speed your eyes. Speed dating and that are the same, pretty much the same, the same feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like you're going. Every uh, parts of you are going in different directions. Five hundred G's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so many different. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, no, no, no. Speed dating lately, just uh, um, whatever the opposite of that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, yeah, it'd be like uh slow and lonely. Slow sailing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slow lonely. Sailing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think it'd be fun though. It'd just be fun just just to talk to people real quick and get to get to know a bunch of people, but I don't think it's I don't think it's a way to I don't know. No one should take relationship advice from me. <laughs> so I think I'll just stop. I'll just stop talking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. One day we'll have to do a relationship talk. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Me and Kyle are like the worst people. If they have any input on that. <laughs> you can tell us all how it's done. Show you how not to do it. but Ten ways. <laughs> yeah, what's new with you besides... Uh, I told you everything that's new with me. <laughs> <laughs> space camp, or yeah, spe yeah, speed camp hasn't, or speed space camp, camp hasn't camp. Uh, got the registrations out yet. So, oh, just waiting those. on that. <laughs> that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, good old space camp. Stocking up on tang, the powdered, the powdered. I don't get the not pouches. The, not the woo. No, but the orange powder. Yeah. It's the Kool-Aid of space. Tang and... Uh, once Tang, the dog! <laughs> Tang it! <laughs> and Frosted Flakes. Oh, at uh, the same time? 
Yeah, that's what we eat at Space Camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no wonder you're throwing yeah. up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are just the f- the first two mascots that popped: the monkey and Tang, and then the tiger, Tony the Tiger, for for Space Flakes. Or they the Space Flakes. They both went to space. The tiger Frost, ate the flakes. monkey. And no, the I think monkey Tony ate all the Tony Tang. Was in space at one point. Tony the Tiger. I think he had a space commercial. I think he had a. Um, no, that was Count Chocula. Never mind. What? I think he. I think Tony had the. Olympics. Oh yeah, the Space Olympics. <laughs> that was a, that was like in '04 when they had it on the moon. I think. Dude, they should totally do a Space Olympics. <laughs> <They should. laughs> Everyone, their playing field is all even because there's no gravity. <laughs> so only the best wins. Yeah. yeah. There's no cheating with ground contact. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, the I think old that's yeah moon. Oh my gosh! I don't know. I ate an hour ago. Tang. I'm still hungry. Mm. I'm hungry right now. You got the hunger pains. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hunger games. Hunger games. Yeah. Like you're hungry for some games. Yeah. 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 What about you? Um, what's I'm new? Right, I ate some nachos a little bit ago. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you what's new, but you're hungry. <laughs> Are you not hungry? <laughs> you, <laughs> your uh, your your appetite's settled. Pretty all right. Good. Pretty What'd you have earlier? I ate some nachos. Dang. Oh yeah. Tang dog. Like six days. <laughs> six day old lasagna. Oh, how was it? Good. No, it's good. Still, still good. Yeah, still good. Moldy. No. Tastes no. tastes good. It just last yeah, piece or still got it, some. No, I have a whole. Just started a new pan today, <laughs> so you cook. Had two you pans. cooked two pans. Yeah, got oh, through the one. Holy cow! And yeah, now you're sick of it. No, I still I love lasagna. No, you love it. Yeah, but I will be by Sunday. Okay, will it be gone by Sunday? Oh yeah, it'll be finished. This is at lunch and dinner. No, just dinners for the week. Yeah, just dinner. Yeah, but. I'll be sick of it by Sunday, and it's gonna be a Mexican dish, I think. Big the, the bean or fried beans will turn into a Mexican dish. Yeah, it can. If you, just, <laughs> you just add tortillas, that's it. <laughs> then it's Mexican. Yeah, maybe a refried bean or two. Was your were your nachos um, loaded? Just loaded with cheese. Mm. What kind of American or? Fettuccine or uh, what's the what's Definitely the normal? Definitely not uh, It's the Mexican mix, actually. Oh yeah, the four G's. Pre-shipped, shredded. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Pre-shipped? when you didn't buy shredded cheese? They just bought the block. Yeah, like. I sometimes still do. Do you like when I you don't were, think I remember a time doing that. When you were young, did you never Oh yeah, we always had you, the block. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. graded it. Yeah. Like when we would have tacos or something. My mom still just buys the block. She never buys the Everybody's just shredded packages. Yeah, it's always yeah. a block. I just, just got the shredder. Like you, you know, you you'd have the big tower shredder thingy. Yeah, and then it'd get packed full of cheese <laughs> and pop it open. And then it all fall out. Yeah, on the floor. Everybody's got it easy these days. The shredded yeah, cheese. Nobody does any work anymore. Man, I was like, what is this? That's how you built cheese. your forearms up back then. Shredding cheese. <laughs> I've lost a few. I've lost a few. Uh, a few knuckles. Yeah, you, skins you might get a couple skins in yeah. with the cheese, but you can, you don't notice it. No. Yes, you would get the bloody knuckles though. Yeah. 
I've done potatoes on it on the thing where it yeah? shreds the potatoes. Like kind of uh, like uh, uh stage. No, what, like what are they called? Hash browns, like the it's like the hash browns. Um, you just fry them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some butter. Some it's pretty good, but I don't know. Sometimes they burn really easy. Mm. Too hot. Mm. Too hot a pan. Yeah, too hot or um, too thin. Operator error, probably. Oh, space camera. Or machine error. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cook those the on the George error. Foreman. Ah, uh, just a frying pan. Ah, yeah. yeah. Some oil. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Did you, you did say. you hear any fireworks last night? Yes. What, we what were was, out in the hot tub. What was and going on? It was like, well, it's either fireworks or it's World War 16. It sounded like World War 16. It sounded closer that was my first thought than it's ever like, sounded before. This is World War 16. <laughs> <laughs> I had two windows, one facing east and one facing west. Oh, yeah, you're right over there, too. And I couldn't see anything. I was looking out as hard as I could out the one window, face in the window couldn't see it same thing on the other one i couldn't see where they were at where did you see them i didn't see him see him but i saw flashes off like the houses and stuff but i think i think it was over by the university or something my conspiracy is that um it was not meant to happen it was somebody maybe had a stash of them that somebody was smoking by right i thought and then it just, it just fire. everything went out i had that because it was like i don't know how I mean, it sounded it sounded like they were going off faster than they would like at a professional right, fairground right. or something. Yeah, it sounded like they were all just going off at once. <laughs> yeah, they were super. <laughs> so loud. I, that's what made me think like, okay, I think somebody made a mistake. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah. But that, that was after funny. you know about forty five minutes of ducking behind yeah, your right, bed. Yeah, I think <laughs> getting a frying in, pan in, on my head in the bathtub <laughs> with a frying yeah. pan. Like gosh, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone's okay out there. Yeah, yeah. I was getting an AM radio, trying to wire it up to <laughs> the I could, crank one. You're crank <laughs> <laughs> so that I could transmit a signal out in case <laughs> case the power lines went. <laughs> I know, man. I I started thinking about that movie, um, uh, Wolverines. Oh, okay. Wolverine. I don't know what it's actually called, but it's, I have no it, idea. It's where it's old. It's like Patrick Swayze was in it, oh, okay. but it was like the America gets invaded by another country. Oh wow! And like kind of takes over and whatever. And then yeah. these high school kids rebel and oh like yeah, take the country back. I kind of yeah. That was that's it. Is that dawn, an eighties movie? Dawn, dawn to dusk or dusk to dawn. Yeah. Dawn. Was that like a an eighties movie? Red Dawn, maybe. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's what it made me think of. I was like, oh, the Russians are here. I've only yeah. <laughs> Broke out the or uh, whoever it was that came. I just tried to dehydrate as much food as I could <laughs> in the microwave. <laughs> if, it, if something were to happen like that, though, I would be the least prepared. I think <laughs> I, I have no weapons. This no like keep no problem. No food that keeps past a week. <laughs> to get some preservatives in I your life no, man. Like, some I'll, cheetos <laughs> if running water if like the plumbing stops there's no bottled oh, water or anything gosh, that's it so i yeah i might make it three days oh god tops tops <laughs> space camp didn't prepare me for this <laughs> i know they say you can go like a week without or you can go like a you month you can go five food. minutes without water and yeah 
six minutes without food, I think. Okay. I was thinking more like a week without food. But for me, it would be like... A day. It would be a day. I think I'd die. (laughs) Or I would want to die at least. (laughs) Okay, kill me now. (laughs) This hunger is too much. (laughs) It's only been an hour. (laughs) But I'm so hungry. (laughs) But yeah, I don't think I would make it, man. I I have a baseball bat. That's my only weapon. That's it. So unless the person's right there and, and doesn't have any weapons, <laughs> unless the 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 enemy is right there, but even then, I swing and it's you know I never played baseball, so <laughs> I don't even know how to just use hitting it. the target. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was crazy, yeah. I it scared me a little bit there because I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I think either something blew up <laughs> Some, or somebody <laughs> fell down upstairs. There's either like a Gatlin gun out there or <laughs> some cannonballs being shot or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn into turn into uh, England has arrived. <laughs> Not again! The British are coming. The British are coming. Oh wait, they're already here. <laughs> Oh my no, gosh. Yeah, somebody had a really good time for those fireworks. Yeah, apparently they were celebrating the fact that school's almost over or something. Yeah, it would have been a pre- I would have appreciated a, a heads up on uh, that. Heads I wouldn't have thought up. I wouldn't have spent the night in the bathtub <laughs> <laughs> with a frying pan in my head. I would have only spent half the night in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Dang. Dang. Dang, dog! It was a nice night, though. I looked when I was looking out the window. It the sun was, was a nice sun night. was setting. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it was it cooler last night? It was yeah. cooler, wasn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was it was nice. It was nice. Yeah, man, I'm hungry. <laughs> Jeez, dang, dog. Dang, dang. <clears throat> well, let's get it on then. Today we're talking about. Yeast. Oh, we're talking about bread. Oh, okay. So this uh, this will fill you right up. Yeah. So it kind of goes along with the speed dating and astronaut camp, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. It's all you need. Right. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> good for a time, but not for. <laughs> Usually goes bad after a while. <laughs> yeah, yeast. What's yeah. a yeast with you? What is yeast? Yeast I mean, I, it makes stuff rise. So I don't know what it is. But it's got to be like a not a scientist. It's got to be like a liquid or a gas. It's a powder or a solid, or or just air. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. I, I've Maybe only seen it in powder, powdered form. I think I've only seen it in bread form. I think bread. You've seen the post production. Yeah, I don't really know. I, I think it comes. Doesn't it come in a packet? Or what's baking powder? Baking powder makes like stuff rise. I think baking mm. soda. Oh, really? I don't know. One of those. Something. Baking like. soda. I. I. Never mind. Is that the one? I thought that's how you made your homemade soda, like pop. Is you that just add flavoring? I think that's the one water? you just put in your refrigerator. It's supposed oh, to it's take supposed the <laughs> smells away or something. Oh, I thought you were gonna. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say it, it turns into a soda. When you put it in colder temperatures, yeah, 
Just the powder turns right into liquid like, form. Yeah, like one of those science exper- kids' it's science like, experiments. It's some that you would take to outer space. Yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> yeast is a yeast. liquid, solid, or gas. It's definitely a powder. Okay. So, is that a solid? Sure. Bam. Yeah, but yeast. Jesus was talking to, um, well, he was talking to some peoples. And he said, what could I liken the kingdom of heaven to? And he said, well, it's like a woman who put a little bit of yeast into a batch of dough. And she worked it, and that yeast permeated through the whole batch of dough. Mm. That's what the kingdom of heaven is like. Just a little bit cultivated will get you. And the, uh, yeah. Yeah, and... um, but then in another passage, he was talking to the disciples and he said, watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. Mm. And the disciples were like, we forgot, what? we forgot bread. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> mad that we didn't bring bread. That would have been my first thought. Too. <laughs> Jesus was like close, real close. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but yeah, so yeast stands for you know, influence. So he says, watch out for the influence, right, of the religious leaders and of the government. So Herod. They probably probably understood exactly what yeast was because they probably used it every day. So they probably would have known exactly what it, like how to to use it and what it did when it got in contact with the dough. Yeah, what form it was. I had no idea. No, I just, (laughs) (laughs) I just say like he was talking like that because they probably like were like, oh yeah, yeast, that, is this and it does this. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. People made bread and lots back then. And you had like your leaven bread where you wouldn't put yeast in it so it didn't rise. Those were on special occasions, like the Passover. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So it's just interesting to think about influence. Yeast was the parallel of the inf- or the yeast meant influence. Yeah, because just a little bit of yeast mixed into a big batch of dough, as you kind of knead the dough, knead the yeast into the dough, it'll spread throughout the entire dough and cause the whole thing to rise when it gets put in the heat. So a little bit of right influence or a little bit of wrong influence can make the whole batch. Yeah. Um, can make a good or bad batch. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. So the definition for influence, which is very interesting, is influence is the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something, or the effect itself. So it's the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, behavior of someone or something, or the effect itself, which is interesting. The influence is the effect. The capacity to have an effect. Or it can be the effect itself. Oh, okay. Totally positive what that means. But it's the capacity, your ability to have an effect on somebody's character, development, Mm. behavior. Interesting. Yeah. Because really Really it it comes down to like the information. Yeah. And like where it originated from. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because, you know, he's just talking about watch out for the, the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. So watch out for, like, the religious leaders who say these things but don't actually practice them. The government, which says, you know, different things that don't actually relate to the right. kingdom. Right. Watch out for the influence of these things. Yeah. Right? Because they have enough. Go yeah. ahead. No, I was just going to say, I feel like, um, yeah, I was just, I was just kind of thinking back to like when I, when I, uh, um, kind of, I guess started to, um, in, in college when I started to, um, seek Christ and, and seek a relationship with Christ and, and, um, and start building that relationship. I think I got influenced by a lot of the bad yeast. I was, just just a lot of religious stuff that um uh once i mean even just a little bit of it like even just a little bit of you know this content of uh that that churches had or that these you know videos people online were speaking and stuff it yeah i mean it just a little bit of it can come in and and like screw your whole mind up and get you to think things that uh, aren't really true um but i think then too i mean just you know, when I met you and everything and just that little bit of influence had the power to change, you know, so much. And even just getting into the word, which would be the right influence, had the power to change so much. So, yeah, it's I think it's you, you have to be careful, like what yeast you're using or what what yeast is yeah. influencing you. Because a lot of it can be like, oh, that's good yeast. But in reality, it's like it's bad yeast. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about. Hebrews 2, which says, uh, we must pay all the more careful attention to what we have heard so that we don't drift away. Because it's possible to drift away, right? You get these fine-sounding arguments that seem yeah. like super beneficial. Yeah. Like they seem totally practical. They're like, oh, man, you hear it, and you're like, bam, that's the way to live. Yeah. But then it like totally jacks you up. Right, right. You know, I was thinking about that that concept of, drifting away and it's like if you ever been to i mean if you've been to a river or if you've been to the ocean you know the ocean has currents so you know let's just say we go to the ocean right we show up to the beach find a spot plop all our stuff down then we go out jump in the water and swim out you know typically you know you'd look back make sure you knew where your stuff was and whatever but if you get out to where your feet aren't touching the ground you're just kind of treading some water well if you're just kind of, you know, getting lost in the fact you're going up and down over the waves or whatever, and you, you're not constantly looking back to, to see if you can see your stuff, you can easily get swept away by the current, whether you've been taken out to sea or just you can travel down the shoreline. And so it's just it's super easy to get swept away by this current of information and you know, it can seem good and seem right and seem beneficial. And you're just like, freak, man, I'm just trying to work it out, you know, and your mind's all jacked up, but you're just like, whatever, you know, and you can be drifting down the thing, but it's like, yeah, but if, yeah. if you know, there's a current out there, right. Which if you go to the ocean, right. They typically, they got warnings and stuff about, uh, riptides and whatever that's going to pull you out. But if you know, there's a current, then you, you constantly look back 
at the shore. Because if, if you find you've drifted down a little bit, you start working your way back. So now you're like, again, straight out from your stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that you, you keep yourself in check. So you, you know where you are at all times. Like you're, you're just, you're aware of your surroundings and the information. Sure. Yeah. Cause otherwise you can find yourself. Yeah. Cause a lot of stuff is claimed to be Christian content, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of bull crap. Yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, a lot of it's just a lot of it's, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, at least I've, I've found, I've talked to people that have believed things that, uh, you know, aren't, aren't necessarily true. A lot of, you know, a lot of stuff about what we talk about, like, you know, it's bad to have things, it's bad to have success, it's bad to, um, you know, uh, you know, it's bad to have any kind of pride in anything or anything like that. Like all those things are, you know, so it's, I think it's just, yeah, there's a lot of uh, stuff out there that's just not true and, and that stuff can seem good and seem right. But um, I don't know, I, I guess, I don't know, I guess I've been, uh, it's, it's hard to remember where I was three years ago. I think I, I think I was back when I was in all that stuff, but um, I guess it's a good thing that I can't remember all that. <laughs> Forget it and move on. Yeah, but like Ben, Ben was going through a lot of that stuff, like where he just he was so jacked up in his mind that um, yeah, he didn't even know what like he he just thought anything good, anything that he wanted to pursue that was good was bad, just because of all this, the content he had listened to and and the stuff he had you know read and all that. And, and, and the stuff that uh, had infiltrated his his life that he let infiltrate his life, thinking it was good, but yeah. it really led him down the wrong way. So yeah, and yeah, I think he getting to know him was um, was 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 just proof that like the the, le- the yeast that you let in affects the the, out, the batch, sure, the the bread, the final bread. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about it, right? I mean, so whatever you're whatever you're influenced by you become like nourished by and whatever you become nourished by you become conformed to so if the information if the things that you're influenced by are negative right it's going to prove to have a negative effect on your <laughs> yeah, okay, on your yeah. life but you you start to be conformed to whatever it is you're influenced by you know because i mean yeah yeah you know i mean you you see people out there and they've got charisma they've got conviction and they're out there slinging whatever it is they're slinging because they believe it yeah but it just because somebody believes it doesn't make it right or said it yeah which but whatever but it also doesn't mean that they're wrong if they're not you know if they're not (laughs) (laughs) but but you know right yeah they're not wrong (laughs) <laughs> exactly but it's just that thing where it's like <clears throat> there's that 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 uh passage about like prophecy and he's like you know test everything like, oh yeah. don't don't just just because somebody said it <laughs> doesn't mean it you know it doesn't mean that's fact yeah. like feel free to check for yourself like was that information actually correct yeah <laughs> or was it not it yeah. sounded good or it sounded weird or what you know like it's okay to you know take responsibility yeah, yeah, yeah. for what you believe yeah is yeah. it actually for reals yeah or was it just a fine sounding argument which 
there are some because you know it's like kind of like we were talking about and we probably talk about too much but you know it's like this this misunderstanding of humility right it's like oh you're you know you're supposed to be humble which yeah absolutely but what is humility right it's it's humility is not the it's it's not the looking bo- down on yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not the belief that you hold no value. Sure, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's your ability to restrain your strength. It's the fact that you have value, you have abilities, you have skills, and in in times when it's necessary, you're able to control them. You're able to restrain them. Yeah, you know where you don't unleash it, or you you know <laughs> you, you don't use what you have to push down somebody else yeah, if you're so crappy there's no need for humility anyway <laughs> <laughs> well yeah they talk about it's like humility you know they try to say you know why well, suck and it's it's not about me but then it's like it's all about and you because all you think is yeah. <laughs> you're no good. and what's the purpose of having you it's not there's no humility in that because there's nothing to for you to be humble to, about yeah if you believe that about yourself right yeah but so but what happens though is is that that idea though it totally takes away from this this reality of being sanctified right which is made yeah. holy and then set apart for a purpose well you think about influence right the kingdom of heaven is like this little bit of yeast that just a little bit will work its way into a whole batch and bring about this great transformation well jesus said dude you guys go into all the world and make disciples of nations all right so you think about influence right it's the capacity to have an effect on people's character development and behavior all right well jesus said go into all the world and teach people to be like me you need to have an effect on the character and the development and the behavior of people like he says you're the light of the world he says freaking nobody in their right mind lights a candle and sticks it (laughs) under a bowl instead you stick it on a stand so it can be displayed for everybody so that it can give light to everybody in the room which means your life is to have a positive effect on the people in that room, right? Because, you know, that's to say that that room was once in darkness until you showed up. I mean, mm-hmm. you're 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 meant to have influence, but if you're influenced by incorrect information, then you it it causes you to believe that you're something that you're not. It, it tries to take away what you are, so that you don't actually become everything you're created to become. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. But yeah, yeah, I was thinking about, I don't know, I was thinking about what does it actually look like, you know, to, to, to have influence or how do you gain influence or grow an influence? Because we're, we're people called to be massively influential, dude, because if, if you are literally right, so we are called to demonstrate the kingdom of heaven on earth, but like, we're actually called like to establish it, right? Like cause people to think feel and act and relate in in keeping with the ways of the kingdom of heaven so we need to have an influence so what does that look like and i think it looks like solving some real world problems with kingdom solutions Mm, i mean jesus solved you know he solved some problems man he healed the sick he raised the dead cast out the demons cleansed the leopards healed the blind that's the yeast. That's the good yeast. That's the good yeast. I mean, he, you know, he came to bind up the brokenhearted, to release the captives uh, from prison, from darkness. Yeah, I mean, he came and he solved some problems. That because that stuff spreads, and then just like the yeast would spread through the dough, 
stuff spreads more people more positive influence than more people than more positive influence yeah that's interesting yeah and well it's like when he when he when he spoke everybody's like break the like <laughs> there's nobody like this guy because he actually speaks like he knows what he's talking about like he has authority like nobody else was talking like that and then over and over it's like pe- you know it's saying that people are hanging on every word that he was saying but it's like that's like that's influence yeah like so you you need to be good at something oh yeah okay sure like you I, people who are influential are people who lead yeah like they're they're people who have some vision and have purpose and they go after it then other people are attracted to what they're doing and will then follow or join or be a part of you know right. and work with these people right because they're going somewhere and doing something like the yeah. people who are influential are the people who are taking action they're they're the people yeah. who are standing up in front and saying hey this is the direction for this or like here i have the answer to this you know grant cardone's like here's the answer to make money and for selling right uh what's his bucket some other people you know thomas the, edison thomas edison the, electricity the <laughs> yeah yeah but it's like you know you find your niche and you go after it and and it's not that you have to be like these big celebrity type things but it's like we're created to lead yeah everybody's created to lead yeah i mean we're all called to have dominion over the world right it wasn't dominion over one another we're all called to lead to serve to to offer your purpose and your gift to the world yeah I like that. What did you say? You, everyone was created to be like it's your perp. It's your duty to be good at something, or it's your everyone's yeah. created to be good at something. Like it's okay to be good at something. That's it's almost that's, not okay to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I literally believe like it's. It was better to be to think that you're bad at everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. Because that makes sense. Because then you can hate yourself, hate life, and think that you're have gaining no, some have kind no of, yeah. impact. Right. The whole point, the There's whole no responsibility, no accountability, right. nothing. Right. It's yeah. just wait around sure. until yeah. you die and decompose. Literally, right? yeah. Your insides are already dead. You're just waiting for your sure. outsides to catch up. Yeah. Right. But I mean, that's horrible. <laughs> right. It was, right. Yeah. Right. It's terrible. <laughs> that, that is. <laughs> it's like a haunted house. Yeah. yeah that's horrible. Those are, those are ideas that came to kill you. Yeah, literally like it came to deprive you of your identity, of your purpose and of your vision. It's so that is the kind of yeast you want to stay out of. Like yeah. you don't want that junk to yeah. cultivate inside of you. Yeah. Instead. Right. You want the, the these ideas, man, that you're created to be valuable, that you were created to have impact. Look, man, I was just thinking about this. Um, OK, so. Zacchaeus. So Zacchaeus. Right? Is it Zacchaeus? Yeah, Zacchaeus. <laughs> I, I was getting him confused with Nicodemus earlier. I just told my kids about this story. As you guys know know about Nicodemus, I was like, oh wait, my <laughs> Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus. They did know both stories. But yeah, he was a wee little man. Yeah. Wee little man was he. Poor little guy. Poor little guy. So Zacchaeus was the chief tax collector, right? And it's interesting oh, wow. because tax collectors are synonymous with like sinners and like horrible people because they would uh 
they would use their authority to not only take the taxes, but then take more for themselves. Yeah, it's the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biblical IRS. <laughs> but worse, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's interesting. Because it's, it's, it's real interesting. So here's, here's this guy, Zacchaeus. He's, there's a big crowd. Here comes Jesus. He's short, but he really wants to see Jesus. So he climbs up in a tree. Jesus see him, sees him, calls him by name, and says, Hey, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go to your house and eat. Let's go. Hey, you. Yeah. Get down from there. So it says that the crowd was super displeased. Oh, wow. Because they did not like Nicodemus. Okay, sure. I think I remember that now. Because he's stole from Cause everybody. Because he, he was a tax collector, yeah. Which is interesting. So anyways, why everybody else is crying and whining about, you know, because, you know, you got to believe there's a bunch of nice people in the crowd who would have loved <laughs> to have Jesus over at their house. Like, they yeah. would have loved to serve him the finest foods, best drinks. He calls Nicodemus, he's a bro, or Zacchaeus, whatever his name is. <laughs> He's like, bro, let's go. And so here Nicodemus just has a total. <laughs> what did I say it again? <laughs> yeah. I think it's Zacchaeus. Good old Zacchaeus. <laughs> What's his name? Zacchaeus. The wee little man. <laughs> he has this total freaking perspective shift. And he's like, all right, you know, I'm going to give half of my possessions to the poor. And then if I if I stole from anybody, I'm going to give back four times whatever I took. And Jesus said, salvation has come to this house. But I was just thinking about this guy, right? Like people hated him, but they had a reason to hate him. Like he literally like took advantage of people. Yeah. Like if somebody was commonly taking advantage of people, like we would not like them. No. No. It is Jesus was like, hey, you, I'm going to go to your house. This is fascinating yeah. because it's the people you're like, dude, you're so freaking obnoxious or you're a jerk or like, I can't stand your attitude or whatever. <laughs> and Jesus is like, Hey, you to that yeah. guy, not to you, but to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, to you too, but nobody, but, but it's just like, he, he goes to that guy and that guy's life totally becomes totally different. Yeah. When, when Jesus said salvation has come on this house. Yeah this day and what do you think it wasn't because of what he gave it was just because of the mindset shift it was because of the, the transformation of his life at that point because at first it was a take mindset and then after he, he had met jesus dined with Jesus. jesus <laughs> it was a give mindset it was just a different mind it was a different mindset it was a so i so i guess that's what i was going to clarify it was like it's not that he gave half or, you know, would it have mattered if he'd gave everything, gave a quarter or whatever? It's just the fact that he, that he had, that his, that his, his whole perspective switched, that, that, that he had faith at that point. And, uh, I don't know. That's just what I was thinking. Yeah. I think just the actions came from the motivation. Right. Right. It wasn't the, the things that saved him or that, that caused the transformation. It was that what happened with Jesus that caused that transformation. Yeah. That okay. then created sure. the action. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's it's interesting to just think about the influence, right? Because but then Jesus said, "Look, man, I came to seek and save the lost. It's not the healthy who 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 need a doctor; it's the sick." And it's like often, right? Then there's like the story of Levi, who he's like, hey, Jesus, is like, hey, come follow me. And Levi was a ta he was in his tax collector's booth, 
right? Tax collectors synonymous with butthole. And, and so, so here Jesus goes to Levi's house and, uh, all, all Levi's buddies come over who are all tax collectors and whatever. And, you know, and the Pharisees are like, why does he eat with this scum? Right. But it's like, no, these are the people who I came for. It's interesting that these are the people he came for, you know, and he, I was just thinking about this concept of like he he came for he, in uh in Mark four I think he says I didn't and this is the NLT he says I didn't come for those who think that they're righteous I came for those who know that they're sinners and I was just thinking about the difference between like somebody who knows they're lost knows when they're found like the 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 difference between like no I know I'm jacked up I know whatever the information I have is wrong but I don't have any other information when all you know all you know is all you know and when all you know sucks then everything you know sucks and it, right. you produce fruit in keeping with the quality of information you have so it's like these people who know that they're sinners right they know then when they've tasted what's for real but you get these people who think they're found but are actually <laughs> lost that's, sure. that, that's a whole different like ball game yeah but it's like he's going after those who know that they're jacked up sure and here's Zacchaeus you know, this guy that everybody else hated totally became like redeemed yeah and knew it and the the actions showed that he knew it he knew that di the difference had been made between his old self and his new self yeah that's interesting yeah, I was thinking about the, um, the uh, I don't know, where maybe John 8 or maybe something else totally different. But the, the, the woman caught in adultery. You know, they, uh, Jesus is in the temple and the, this big crowd comes and brings this lady. He's like, oh, we caught her in adultery, which how do you, I don't how do you catch somebody in adultery? Yeah, I mean, it, it, you have to be spying or it something. It wasn't that they <laughs> found her stone tablet, right? And there's all these text <laughs> messages on it. So anyways, but they didn't bring the guy. They just brought the girl. So, but so here's this girl. If she's caught in adultery, that means she was either married or the guy she was with was married to somebody else. You know, she was married to somebody else or maybe neither of them were married and they got busy or whatever. But anyway, you slice it, right? She did something that was against other people and this and that. Yeah. And, uh, and so everybody wanted to stone her and it's just interesting, right? Like, Jesus wasn't getting all hot and bothered about people's actions. He was, he was, it was more like he was after the motivation that creates those actions. Mm, sure. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, so like, so anyway, she ends up not getting stoned. Why? Because freaking Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, it's this, this idea that, it's, it can be super easy to get offended by like what people say and what they do. Like, you know, even uh, Zacchaeus, right? I mean, these guys are straight up stealing money. And it's like, it's not to say that, that these things are okay and that they shouldn't be, you know, dealt with. But it's like, it's just interesting Jesus' perspective of like s overlooking the symptom and finding the source and dealing with the source, which then yeah. fixes the symptom. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause everyone was focused on the, 
the symptom. Everyone thought the action was so irreversible and so bad that, yeah. But, yeah, Jesus could see past all that. Um, yeah. I was thinking about this, the uh, the idea of, like, a, you know, was it so influence, right? Good, bad. I was, I was thinking about, you know, like a gang or, um, you know, people who are selling drugs on the street or whatever. All my knowledge of this is based upon TV shows and <laughs> movies. But, the NSV uh, version? Uh, yeah, this the new street version, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyways, but yeah, so, but you think about like a gang, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're they're bringing people in because they're promising them like family. They're, pro- they're promising them protection yeah. and they're giving them purpose and they're giving them vision. Yeah. All these things might suck, but they're giving them something when they had nothing. And so it's like the the point is, is that there's that verse that says, uh, wake up, O sleeper, and mm-hmm. arise and shine, for your light has come. And I'm just saying, right, like there, there's the world is waiting for the children of God to really show themselves for who they really are. Yeah. Like the people who bring about redemption, who bring about healing, who bring about transformation in a in a in a neighborhood, a town, a city, in a state, in a country. Like arise and shine, for your light has come. Right. Like it's it's you need to be influential. And there's yeast out there that's telling people don't be that seems like good yeast, but don't be influential. Stay, stay secluded, stay, stay humble. Stay home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's just—it's crazy. What could the what could the country look like if if uh, everyone that said they're a, a Christian lived like you know the way that um, that Christ would want us to live? That you know, not tied with emotion or tied with you know the past and all that stuff and blah blah blah. But but like actually believing that we're good at things and that there's things that we can do to to. Uh, change people's lives, change scenarios, change environments, all that stuff. But I I think, yeah, I think it's a real lie when when people give into the other side and think that they've got to stay low, stay secluded, stay in the background, um, you know, believe that they're not good at anything, believe that they just, you know, this life doesn't matter. It's it's just about getting to heaven. And I think that's what the enemy would want us to believe is because at that point, yeah, nobody's doing anything then. And And there's just no... There's no what that like that proverb says. There's no restraint. That everyone just does what they want. Christians are just living in the background, almost even an underground, an underground society almost. Uh, and, and 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 yeah, I mean it's like we've got all these huge mega churches, but nothing is, you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that believe that, you know, they're worthless and all that stuff. And then, and and there's so much that could be done. But yeah, it's just interesting to to kind of see like there's a lot of we we might have believed a, a lie for a long time and there's a lot of people that might still believe that lie today that that is that is really real uh and trying to slow down the progress that mm. that that uh could be made i don't know yeah but yeah yeah well so jesus said it like this he said uh he said the greatest among you will be your servant she said, the greatest among you will be your servant. Right? And so when we're talking about servant, we're not, we're not talking about like 
just doing what everybody else wants you yeah, to do. Yeah, slave, yeah. Slave yeah. to everybody else, yeah. We're talking about like offering up your purpose, right? Jesus didn't yeah. not go around saying what other people wanted him to say. He didn't go around doing what other people wanted him to do. He went around and said what the Father said, and he went around and did what he saw the Father doing. So he served the people, his purpose, his gifts, his reason for being here on earth. And it's like, it's, it's in that the greatest among you will be your servant. No. So look, your gifts, right? Your potential is, is that those are the things you are to hone, become knowledgeable and become skillful, become an expert in and serve that to the world. This is how you're going to create influence. This is how you're going to create impact. This is how you're going to create transformation, which the purpose of us on earth, right? Is to be connected in God. And to freaking help other people realize the exact same thing. Like we are trying to establish the reality of our relationship with God, the reality of the kingdom of heaven. We want to establish that on earth as it is in heaven. Let it be on earth. But that's done through us. Jesus said, look, man, the kingdom of heaven's like this. It's like a master who gathered up all his people and gave him duties and responsibilities and then left. Right there's the the parable in Luke with the the parable of the the minies or minas or oh minies <laughs> minies I think that's how you the pronounce minis? it the minis the mini muffins <laughs> gave them each mini muffins <laughs> Zacchaeus was a mini man <laughs> or was it Nicodemus yeah so he gave him he gave him he had a he had a uh, uh, ten pieces of gold or ten bags ten some ten things of gold and distributed it to ten servants. And the, ma- the master leaves, gathers them up. Oh, he said, oh, I'm going to go become a king. You know, I'm, I'm going to be put a king over these people. Well, the people he's going to go become king of didn't, didn't want him to be king, but he came, became king anyways. And then when he came back, he said, oh, what would you guys do with what I gave you? The first, uh, you know, how, what was the profit you guys made? And so the first guy was like, man, I made 10 times, you know, what I was given. He's like, dude, good job. <laughs> well, I'm going to put you in charge of 10 cities. Next guy, I was like, dude, I made five times what I was given. He's like, dude, good job. I'll put you in charge of five cities. Third guy was like, dude, here's your money back. I knew you were hard, harsh, blah, blah. It's, you know, it's the same, similar as the talents. Yeah. And he's like, shut your face. <laughs> no, he's like, if you knew I was hard, dude, you, you would have put that money in the bank and at least gained some interest back. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's that concept where man like we've been given duties and responsibilities and you 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 will never be able to fulfill those if we believe that that we're no good and you don't have anything valuable to offer. If you're not supposed to be excellent, if you're not supposed to bring epic value, then you will never you you will you won't have anything to show. But it's. But again, it's it's not, we're never, ever, ever talking about like we got to do these things in order to make God love us. Right. I'm always talking about our identity is rooted in who we are in God. And it's from identity that we realize purpose and vision. So we're never doing these things to earn God's favor. We live in God's favor. And from that favor, we take action and change the world. Yeah, because that's because, look, when you when you become whole and restored, right? Like healing comes in that you start to find who you actually are from that. Then you start to realize like the capacity you have to bring about change. Like you really, you start to see the meaning, the weightiness that is you. 
Like you hold weight. You have the ability to bring change and affect positive, you know, instances. Like you just, you have the ability to bring about the kingdom of heaven on earth. You have the ability to cause people to taste and see who God actually is. Like that's inside of you. And so the only way that's going to be realized is understanding that, dude, you were made righteous, made holy, and you've been given everything you need. Like from this identity, we've got stuff to do. But it's it's all related to the yeah. potential that's inside of you that has to come out. It it it's let me say that differently. It doesn't have to come out. Like it's possible to live your life and not realize any of your potential. Like that junk's possible. Yeah. Right? Like Miles talks about how like the graveyard is full of like uh dead dreams right like it's like there was books that were never written songs that were never sung right their poems there's you know all their messages never spoken there were all these things that died inside of these people these hopes these dreams these ideas died with these people it's like it's full the graveyard is full of just untapped potential it's possible to not realize potential but in Jesus' name, freaking realize your potential. I just, just, you know, it's, it, I mean, I, I've, I've, there's definitely been the struggle of, you know, realizing, like, stop asking for permission when you've been commissioned. Like, you've, you've already been given the authority, the duty to go, yeah. right? The time to wait was when Jesus told his help, hey, wait till the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Right. So they waited. Well, then the Holy Spirit came. Okay. Then it was like, oh, game on. Yeah. (laughs) The time time to wait is gone. It's over. (laughs) Feel free. You know, just feel free to go, man. I just, there's ideas, man. I get all these ideas and it's just like, I just wonder how many of these ideas I could actually do. Like how, how much could I, what if I just went for it all out? You know, it's, it's like, what if you lived like Jesus was going to come back any day, but then you also lived like he wasn't like you took action in such a way that you knew that your life mattered. It mattered for, for the, the, the people who were to come after you. Like it, it matters for all the people who are around you now. So what if you lived knowing that, okay, I'm going to have to give an account and my life freaking matters. So I take massive amounts of action, right? So you, you live like Jesus is coming back now. But then you also live like Jesus isn't coming back now, and meaning that whatever you build, you build to last. You build to last for the generations to come. Like you set the, you keep, you take what you've been given from past generations. You use it to realize your potential and purpose. And what you build, you then have and help establish the next generations. Like live on purpose and go ham and cheese and then set everybody else up who's to come after you. Mm, yeah. Like it's possible. It's possible. It's possible to build a fire, a life that creates this fire that's so big, so hot, so wide, so it spans so far that the nations will see it, call you up and be like, bro, we want we like we, we need the warmth <laughs> of that fire. Yeah. Like over yeah. here. Bring us some of your fire. It's possible. And it's it's 
it's in this reality of influence, man. It's in this reality that, that you've been sanctified. You've been set apart for a purpose. You've been made holy. You have what you need. You have identity. You have purpose. You have vision. You have this potential that, that is knocking at the door saying, dude, let me out. Yeah. Go realize the true potential of who you are, like unencumbered. Like, who cares? Let's just go out and like, don't worry about failing or messing up. Go mess up. Go fail. And then just keep going. Like, yeah. just <laughs> pedal to the metal. Why not? I yeah. just, you're not going to get to the end of your life and be like, man, I'm really glad I didn't get any scratches on my car. I'm really glad I didn't work <laughs> too hard. I'm really glad, you know, at the end of my life that, yeah, I man, I just, you know, I have a real nice doll collection, like little, yeah. little glass. glad I got to stay in that condo when I was 65. <laughs> you're not, no, you're not, you're not, you're not. You're going to be like, I'm glad. <laughs> Crap. I'm glad I, I threw all caution to the wind. <laughs> I embraced the uncomfortable. I got into the crazy. I had these ideas and I chased after them until they freaking became alive and I changed and impacted the world because of that. You don't want to be like, Crap, I had 70 years. Or, Crap, it's over. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's too late at that point. Yeah. But right now is what you got. Be an influencer. The yeast. Just a little bit, man, goes a long way. And Zacchaeus, this guy who nobody liked, got a little taste and was never the same because of it. There are people out there waiting for you to share a little bit of what you got so that they taste and see who God actually is and become who they're actually created to be. Those who know they're lost know when they're found. So go make a couple people found. My good peoples. Until next time. Peace! See ya. <laughs> Later. <laughs>